what's good, my brother? What's good, fam? Yo, you really think we're gonna make it in time for the show? We got good time. I got you, G. Go ahead and pop the tape in. Ain't we kicking it old school? <laughs> DJ, this beat is dope. This can't be new school. You gotta be kicking it old school. Yo, DJ 9D, DJ the greatest, run that back.
What's going on? It's your boy DJ 9D in the place to be. DJ the greatest, what it do? Hey man, we are super excited. Thank you so much for being patient with us, but we finally got him in. Yes, yes. We finally got him in. He's a legendary MC, songwriter, one of the original artists of First Priority Music Camps. He's best known for his hit, I Got a Man, and as well as... I'm not having it with MC Light. Please help me introduce the legendary Positive K. What's going on, King? Definitely welcome. Positive K, but check in. Hey, man, what's going on, brother? Everything is good, man. No complaints, no complaints. <laughs> hey, we want to thank you for kicking the old school with us and just giving us your time. Well, first, I want to say pardon me for the other week, man. Uh, you know, uh, I got a lot of challenging things that are... That's on my plate, so I just you know some things came up and I couldn't see you guys last week. But I'm here now, man. Let's do it. Most definitely, most definitely. So you grew up in the Bronx, correct? BX, man. Um, yeah, but the Bronx and Queens. But um, okay. I'm a I'm a I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a New York City dude, man. Bronx, Queens, Brooklyn, Manhattan, man. I ran the whole thing, man. So mm. you know, you know, I know everybody from every borough, man. The who's who's and the who did the what's what. So, so how was it growing up near Echo Park, man? You have all the legend DJs there. You know, DJ Grandmaster Flash, Sinbad, uh, Busy B. Like, how was it growing up around that park? Man, it was, it was really basically surreal, man, because um, I didn't know what was happening at the time, but you could just feel the magic that was in the air, the, the fashion, everything that was going on, you know. Um, I think at that time, what was the hot sneaking in? It was like, they called them Uptowns at the time. That was the pro kids. <laughs> You know, and um, and they was wearing the plaids, and we was wearing the Kango hats, the buckets. That's when the buckets first came out. I mean, you you gotta understand, it's like you know, they, you know, I was always told that things always when it goes around comes back around like fashion, and you see it to these days, man. You see a lot of things, a lot of terms of things like people call um 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 uh, you know um the Nike some Nike times uh, uptowns, and and you know, I mean, you see, you know, you just see it all happening again, man. It was just, it was so surreal. Seeing those dudes, man, and, and the first time you smell you smell weed in the air. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you know you're you know, I'm like I'm like, what's that smell? What is that? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> most definitely, most definitely. So a lot of people don't know. I mean, you were a barber before you was a rapper, if I'm not mistaken. First job I ever had, man. First job, first real job I had was my my uncle had a barber shop in the Bronx called, called Bronx Clippers. And um and, you know, I was getting in trouble at the end of my high school thing. And my mom was like, man, you go, go, go uncle, uh, uh, go up there and, and cut hair. You yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> Were you, you good know? with it? Huh? Were you good with it? Oh, I was good with it. I mean, but, you know, nobody's ever a good barber in the beginning. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like being a cook. No one's ever a great cook in the beginning. You know what I'm saying? Most definitely. You know? Most definitely. I definitely, I definitely beat the few. Word, word. You got some of the greatest. Yeah, definitely. Uh, DJ the greatest, positive K. Uh, I wanted to ask you: Do you think uh, growing up in you know, like you said, the Bronx, Queens, in this New York period, do you feel like that's the reason? Well, one of the reasons why you fell in love with hip hop? Almost definitely, man. Um, just, there was no way you can go around it, man. All my cousins did it. All my cousins' friends did it. Mm. Um, 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 everybody on every floor. Uh, everybody had headphones and 
at that point in time, you had to plug the headphones into a different, to like two different receivers. And that was, there was no mixer at the time. You couldn't afford a mixer. Mm. You would get like, you, you would get your, your friend would get his mama, his mama uh, component set, bring it to his house. And y'all would have two, two different speakers, two different receivers. And you would just listen to one thing cutting and then pull, pull the headphone out and go to the next one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, was, that was basically how you did it. That's how tapes were made in the beginning. And then you would put your, you know, your, your boom box in front and hit record. And you would record and make your own tapes. That's what, that distorted sound made it sound so ill. Right. You know what I'm saying? It made right. it sound real crazy. And then we used to rhyme. We used to rhyme into the headphone. So you would get that, that muffled. And that, that's how it used to be. So um, it, the sound was crazy. It was original because you were just making it. Doing it the best way you could, but that that made it a distinct sound of it. Most definitely, most definitely. Yo, how was it? Like, I want to talk about Shea Rock. Whoever don't know Shea Rock is from the group Funky Four Plus Want More. When you was at the barbershop, tell us that interesting story of how y'all met. Um, uh, Shy Rock was, 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 well, you know, if you don't know who Shy Rock is, that's the, uh, that's the queen of hip hop. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Um, uh, when I started cutting hair at my, my, my uncle's barbershop, right beside me was this, was this dude. Man, we were just kicking it. We were cool and whatnot. And one day, he started rhyming. He, he said a little rhyme one day. I said, man, what you know about that? You know what I'm saying? Because at this point, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of nice right now. You know, I'm nice. Right? <laughs> so, so I said, what you know about that? And he was like, man, you don't want that. You want no problem with that. So we had like a little battle in the barbershop. And he was like, no, I know you get out like that. And I said, I'm coming to the crib. So I went to the crib, and he used to have he used to make these little beats Piece is called like uh, he had a drum machine called the Doctor Rhythm. It was called the Doctor Rhythm, and uh, and he was good. He was good with the beats and whatnot. And, uh, and and he would put the beats on. I would go over there and rhyme. He'd be like, "You just rhyme." So one day he was like, "What's with sister?" He brought me a sister in the room. She's like, "Yo, listen, listen to him, listen." And I started rhyming. She was like, "Oh, he's dope. He's dope." Yeah. You know, and, and I didn't know who that was. Uh, you know, until maybe about a week later, and I found that that was the Queen Lisa Lee. Mm. You know. So, um, so, so, so I, I used to go over there every day after work. We go over there, we, you know, we drink and whatnot, smoke a little weed here and there. All right. So, so, uh, one day I go over there and who walks into the, into the, into, uh, into the apartment is her girlfriend, right? And she said, and, and Lisa comes to me and says, yo, tell her, say, say, tell her rhyme. Tell her rhyme. <laughs> and I never forget it. They used to have a washing machine like in the kitchen part. So her, her brother was like banging the beat out on top of the washing machine, which sounds incredibly good. You know what I'm saying? Word, word. Right? So he's back, yeah, he's banging the beat out, and I'm rhyming, and she's like, "Oh my god, he's dope, he's dope." And that was, um, that was that was Shaw Rock, fucking four plus more, more. That's and she was so, yeah, she was so impressed. She took me, they took me to a club one night they were going to, and um, she said, "You gonna get on tonight? You gonna rhyme tonight?" The Spiderweb, right? Yeah, the Spiderweb. I was so scared of it, man. I just, she said, "Oh, you gonna go rhyme tonight? You coming tonight?" <laughs> and I went, I went up there, and they passed me the microphone, and they put a beat on. Um and uh and, and and I got busy, man. I got busy. That was my first time rhyming in a in a club and in front of people with uh, MC Shy Rock and Queenly Slip. I know that's right. Yo, I have another question because I know we only got a certain amount of time, so I'm trying to get this in. Get while, it in, get while, it in. <laughs> while a member of the five percent nation, you joined the rap group all all what Almighty God Committee. Committee, exactly, from Queens. What made you change your name from you know, first it was positive knowledge Allah to positive K. What made you transition well, into that? Well, that was just that was just shortening it down to you know kind of 
Father, the knowledge of Allah just didn't roll off the tongue. Mm. <laughs> so we just uh, we cut it. We cut it short. To, 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 I cut it short to Father the K, and um, it, it stuck. And uh, what's so crazy about it was that uh, that first show that we got on, which we got booed. Mm. Uh, but the group got the group got booed. And everybody ran on stage, but I stayed and I kept rhyming, and everybody was like, "Ah, hey, we, hey, you know, so I was like, okay." So I knew that was. I so I kept on rhyming after that period, and I that's when I decided to go solo. But um, uh, the person who got us on stage was Mercury from the Force and Bees. That was my first time meeting them, and we was in the bathroom getting dressed, trying to get on stage. They kept telling us, "No, no, no." But Mercury came in. I went to Mercury. I was like, "Yo, man, we trying to get on stage." Yo, man, if you can do a solid, man, talk to Mr. Magic, good. Uh, he said, man, I'll see what I can do. And he was like, yo, y'all got five minutes. Get ready. And that was it. <laughs> he got us on. And he got us on, man. So, but um, it turned out well for me. It ain't turned out so well for the almighty God for me, but uh, right, right. it worked out good for me. It just com- <laughs> it just comes to shows like if you just stay committed at your craft and do what you need to do, you will have yeah. no problems. You will always have the uh, key to success. Most definitely, I agree with. I, I definitely co-sign that. Sweetie G produced your first album, Getting Paid. Well, right. mostly it's more like a, the first, the first song. Oh, okay, um, he first song. Yeah, yeah, he was definitely my mentor and my uh, my mentor. Him and his brother Randy Toby was my mentors, and uh, Sweetie G was like my. Well, he used to help me put my rhymes together. Like, yo, no, put that one here. Put that. He helped me arrange my stuff, and, mm-hmm. and he helped me. Um, you know, he would produce the beats. So you know, we had more of a produ- of an artist producer relationship on top of being my brother. But um, his older brother was like 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 a mentor to me, and um, mm-hmm. they were the ones that took me up to Mike and Dave um, from the Crash Crew when they put out the compilation album. Um, uh, 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 what was it called? Fast Money. Yeah, Fast Money. Fast Money. Back in eighty six. Eighty six. Again, mm-hmm. some of eighty six. Matter of fact, and um, first song on side side A was me. But they wanted to, to cut the, they wanted to be the first one to represent the album because it was called Getting Paid, mm-hmm. and the song the album was called Fast Money. But on the flip side, the next song. But I call it a double A side. Mm. It was um, it was Rob Bass's record. It was um, DJ Interview. So that was Rob Bass's and our first 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 shot out the gate making record. So you had Lamumba Carson, aka Professor X. What made you want for him to be your manager at that time? Well, what it was that uh, you know, I was um, I was doing what every artist did. I was just trying to find some way to get in, mm. and um, and I was just calling every every company because at that time. You would um when you look at a record, they would have a phone number on on the record, right? You know, in those days, you know, so you be, there's always a contact number. So I used to go look at every record there was. I had nothing but records. Mm. I used to call Spring Records. I used to call um, Arista. I used to call. I used to call every record company there was to try to get somebody to listen to my new product. Right. And um and then I called um uh, I believe it was Spring, and it was a lady named um Heidi Smith. Uh, and, and she told me they wasn't accepting no demos, anything like that, for rap stuff. And I was like, ah, okay. But then I started calling Def Jam, and the same person was working with some spray records to work at Def Jam Records. Mm. And uh, and she was like, is this the same guy that's been calling? And I, I said, yes. <laughs> she, she, you know, she said, you ain't going to be calling me every day now. I said, well, listen, I said, said I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. She said, you know what you need? You need a manager. You need somebody to manage you. And she said, I got, a, I got somebody for you. His name is Lamumba Carson. I said, okay. She said, here's his number. Give him a call and tell him I, I referred you. And she said, okay. I said, okay. So I called him. And he said, yo, meet me in Brooklyn at the Restoration Mall at a bar called Mahogany. 
Yeah. And um, yeah, and I go out there and he he don't show. You know, the place is getting ready to close, and the next thing I know, this guy walks in with this little lip on him, those little little little, 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 little cool walk. I said, this got to be the dude here. Yeah. Yo, what's up, man? I said, you the mama, man? He said, yeah, he's the pastor. He said, come on, brother, let's sit down. I said, man, they're getting ready to close. He said, brother, this place is never closed for me. <laughs> <laughs> so we stayed out there. We talked about three in the morning, man. We talked about music, things we liked. You know, we talked about, you know, me being a Robinson Nation. Talked about his dad being, a, a, you know, an activist. And, Word. You know, and, and, and he believes everything, all his beliefs and whatnot. And he was like, yo, man, I want to work with you, man. He said, but we got work to do. You know, and uh, and that's what we did, man. We uh, we, we put it together, and um, and from that meeting, man, went on. And he was my first manager, and I was his first artist. Definitely, uh, Pazica, I, w- I want to add on with that. How was it making your first album? Uh, the album, um, well, that was a that was a couple. Of, that was a long road down before I got to the album. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I believe I Grand Pooba produced your. I'm not having it, did he? Nah, he produced Step Up Front. Okay, he did okay. Step Up Front. He did, he did some of the first songs back there. Professor Daddyo, uh, Daddyo from Texas Sonic was Word. the guy who produced my first record, but um, with um, uh, first priority music, and then uh, the flip side was a song called "Ain't No Stopping Me Now," mm-hmm. and because I was recording it for Jazzy J, the famous DJ Jazzy J, yes. at his studio, Pooba walked in. That's when me and Pooba first met, and Pooba did the flip side of the record. But it was basically him and Daddyo on both on both of the songs, mm-hmm. and um, then me and Pooba, you know, we just had like a brotherhood friendship. And uh, he, he produced my uh, my stuff up front record, which was one of my one of my one of my big my first biggest record. Yo, what's your relationship like today? Oh, uh, he's dope, man. He calls me. I see people like maybe once a month or so, man. I mean, he got families, and I got things I'm doing with my family, and you know what I'm saying. We don't talk. We don't we don't talk like we used to, but uh, you know, I mean, we talk, man. We can be still brothers, man. You know what I'm saying? Word. And uh, I mean, like I said, I, I did an interview not too long ago. I remember, you know, sleeping on this girlfriend's brother's bunk bed. I, you know, mm. I'm probably going to be on a bike. Like, Yo, they crashed with the bunk bed. I said, man, I think it was a bunk bed. <laughs> like, so I just crashed with the bunk bed, man, you know, because we used to hang out all night and it was too late for me to go home because trains would stop running at a certain time. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, right. ain't no sense ain't no sense staying in the train station until morning. You know, you might as well, might as well crash, you know, get some breakfast. Most you definitely. <laughs> I mean, you work with so many different MCs. I mean, legendary MCs over the years. How was it working with MC Light, the queen herself? On, I'm not incredible. having it. How was it? Incredible. I mean, we, I think we did something historic. Her and I together. Uh, I'm not having it. Probably the first of, of its kind. Yes. Uh, you never, you never heard, you never heard a dude, you never heard a guy, girl rap back and forth like that. Is exactly. that? Uh, I mean, from 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 beginning to rap, you never heard that. Mm. So uh, we definitely created a whole new a new format and style of of, of duet. And um, she just is incredible. She's incredible. It was, it was great. I think we we built something. We built the legacy over there. First priority with her, myself, and Nope. Every time I listen to that joint, I just I just can't imagine how it wouldn't it would be like without that song. It's just such a classic joint of a duo of of a brother trying to holler at a lady. I was me personally, you don't know this, but me personally, I used to play that song around my fiance, and I just be like, I'm not happy, you know. Not, come on, baby, what, you know. Hey, what you mean? <laughs> I call it. I call. I call that the prototype, man. I think I, you know. I, I still say it. Empty like now, the Adam and Eve. Yes, the Adam and Eve of this whole thing, True, man. Yes. Do X, man. I think we started that, and I think we uh, we opened the door for a lot of people to make songs of that caliber. Most definitely. So when you first left Priority Records, um, you worked with Big Daddy Kane, and he brought you on stage to freestyle with Jay Z, Sauce Money. How was that working with him? You know, just 
being in the studio with him as well as on stage freestyling at events? Well, it was so dope because um, uh, uh, I used to we, we was partners when I was on First Priority. But when I decided to leave the company, mm. uh, he was the one. He was the one that had my back, and he was like, "Yo, come on, with me, I got your back. Let's go." Let's get you a career going. Right. And um, he put me in the studio and put his own money, man, you know, in his own time. And, I mean, he really put a lot in the, into me, uh, you know, doing what I did. So he used to bring me on the road and ride. Mm. But, um, but he, and he took a, he took a, he, you know, he took a liking to, to, to this dude who made the song Hawaiian Sophie, which was Jay-Z. And I was, I was like, man, come on, man. You good. <laughs> you know, but he was like, no, you got to hear funny, funny dope. I'm like, that's right. And then when I heard Jay, I was like, "Yo, Jay is dope. He is yes, dope." Yes. So, um, so me and Jay used to share hotel rooms, and Kane was Kane would bring us out on the on, on the road, and when he would do his do his wardrobe change, mm. he would bring me he would bring me and Jay out. But he always kept something going between me and Jay. So he'd be like, "Yo, whoever got the big crowd is fine to go first, to go last." You know, because everybody right. wanted to go last. Somebody wanted to rhyme first. Of course. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, know, you know, last was like you was the best. So, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so like, you had to rhyme last. I'm like, man, okay. And uh, let's just say I was always rhyming last. You know what I'm saying? I know Big Daddy Kane produced Night Shift as well as that song landed a major record deal for you around that time. Yeah, almost definitely, yeah. Uh, uh, he did Night Shift. And man, matter of fact, Night Shift is going to be a song for itself. Mm. And then uh, he said, man, he said, I'm not going to use this record, man. I ain't going to think I'm making cuts for the album. And I was like, what? I, heard, I said, you don't want that beat? You don't want that at all? He's like, nah, man, let's let them He's like, oh, you want it? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh, and, and that was it. The rest was history, man. Word. After I did it, I was like, you know what? Um, trying to find a record deal was just so hard at the moment. And I said, you know what? I got enough relationships. I'm going to work hard. I'm going to bust my, bust my ass. And I'm going to go out here and I'm going to make this thing happen, man. So Word. that's what I did. And uh, uh, I worked the record. Sold about 80,000 units on my own. Mm. And then uh, everybody, everybody was calling like, hey, man, you know? Right. No, no, it has to make, I got some major record acts. The song was added to like five P1 stations. And, and you know, they were, people were calling me. They're like, hey, man, how can we, how can we get this? You know, and hey, I went I, with the highest bidder. I went with the highest bidder. <laughs> I must say, I must say, honestly, every video that you made when it involves you macking to the ladies, because I see, man, you like the player from the Himalaya. You like the Jerome Rome. You always had the flyers women in your video. How was that experience, you know, having an album out in 92, the skill to pay the bills? How was it just walking on the streets of New York? Oh, man, that was uh, that was one of the most incredible periods of, of, of my life, man. And mm. And and it has it has stretched into an incredible time of a, a, a life for myself. You know what I'm saying? Because um, uh, it, if, if it's not as hot as it was then, it's just as hot as it is. How does the record can be from that time frame? So I mean, it, it gets played every day. Um, between I'm not having it, I got a man. It always gets played. Um, people recognize me for it. People book me for it. Want to see me for it. Um, when I do my comedy stuff, uh, I, I come out of stage on it and. People still go crazy over it. I mean, it's 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 a wonderful feeling, man, to know that you put your best foot forward and um, you got everything you deserve from from, from putting in some hard work. Most so it feels good, man. It feels wonderful, man. And, and listen, and I haven't stopped. I keep the pretty ladies around me. <laughs> <laughs> Can't stop that. Won't stop that. Can't stop it. Won't stop it. Sorry. Uh, I know time is narrowing down, but I have a few more questions. If I if I could, my brother. Let's go, bro. Hey. A Bronx Tale, which is a classic. How did you land that role as an angry protesting in there? And would you decide to do other movies down the line? 
Uh, what happened was, man, I got a lot of roles with a lot of people, man. Uh, I was uh, I was managed by uh, by Russell Simmons and um, and Leo Cohen, and um, one of my biggest regrets in life too, because um, I got offered to be in New Jersey Drive. You know, I had to what? roll that heavy. I was just yeah, watching that joint last night. <laughs> hey, listen, hey, listen, I got the role. Um, um, I got the role. That was that was with Heavy D, right? Heavy D was in that joint. Right? Yeah, yeah, most definitely. And it was Makai Pfeiffer, am I correct? Yes. I had the uh, the Makai Pfeiffer role. They gave me the Makai Pfeiffer role. Mm. Told me I had it. They told me I had it. Then they told me that I guess Makai Pfeiffer must have came and he killed it after me. <laughs> and they gave me the Makai Pfeiffer. They said, well, they gave me the role that Heavy D got. And I felt that I was insulted and slighted. Right. And, and, my, and my manager was like, man, look, man, look at the next movie. Don't even worry about it. Forget it. You know what I'm saying? Turn it down because that's insulting. You can't tell you you got something until you don't have it. You know? So I said, yeah, you're right, man. As I, as I turned it down, and I turned down, the, I, you know, the, the, the road they effed off of me, and they gave it to Heavy D. And, um, and and that was supposed to be my movie, man. And um, oh and that's what happened. That's what happened. Classic. I, 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 Classic. Yeah, man. Oh, my goodness. You got Yo, a question? Uh, yeah, yeah. Post, uh, positive K. Uh, I want to ask, is it any artist that, that you didn't uh, that you didn't work with that you wanted to work with? Back in the day, um, definitely I have not. Uh, it's, it's not as far as artists, uh, but more as a producer. I producers. Okay. Uh, I really wanted to work with for man. I never had a chance to do it for mm. yet. You know, I, I never. I mean, I think I think I hit I hit the top of the, the list of doing people I, I wanted to to really to really rhyme with. You know, because uh, I never I never did songs. A lot of people do songs and collaborations with people, and they don't have connections and relationships. I always did songs and, and collaborations with people I had, I had you know, direct connection with. Like we, we got, we had history. You know what I'm saying? Like me and Light had history. Pooba had history. Me and Kay had history. You know what I'm saying? I just, it's just, I never really did a lot of a lot of collabs with people. Like, hey man, I got this kind of money for you, man. Come do this song for me. Right, and I right. still don't, I still don't do that. You know, I still don't do it. Mm. A lot of rappers do it, but I don't do it. So in 2015, you teamed up with Greg Nice from the legendary duo Nice and Smooth. How was it working on making it happen? And also back in 2017, Bring It. What made y'all want to come together? Uh, so like I said, people you have a relationship with. I, uh, mm. I met Greg Nice and, uh, early on when Kane brought me in. That's when I first met Greg. You know, wow. we all we was all sitting on the couch. Me, Greg Nice, um, um, Smooth B. Yeah. Uh, uh, Busy to be there. Coogee rap live right down the hall. You know what I'm saying? So everybody would be a king drinking 40s. You know what I'm Ooh. saying? So we'd all be hanging out. So, you know, I mean, we we had history. The, the, the thing with the, the real question is what took us so long to do it? You exactly. know Exactly. <laughs> you know? Exactly. And then again, on Bring It, you still hollering at a fine honey. Oh, no, no. We did. We did. It was an incredible album. Incredible producer. Great body of work. If you haven't heard it, I suggest everybody go. Um, um, go listen to it because uh, we had like the, the Justice League produced DJ Scratch, uh, the original DJ for Slick Rick Vance, right to the track. Mm. Um, uh, Greg did some songs, but she did produce Make It Happen. Um, uh, we had we had a feature by Chuck D on there. You know, I mean, you know, yeah. it's really a really, really, really a dope album. I would definitely say one of my favorite songs off that uh, album was the, uh, that song, Bill Russell. Oh, uh, Bill Russell. Uh, yeah. Man. Yeah, Bill Russell. Yeah, Bill Russell. That was produced by the Justice League, man. See, so yeah, cool. definitely. Okay. Yeah, that joint was dope. That joint was dope. Yo, before you get up out of here, well, I want to let the listeners know as well, uh, the duo Great Minds, their songs, 
Make It Happen and Bring It is available on all streaming platforms. Support the legendary duo that we that is out right now. Uptown Comedy Corner. What made you want to get into comedy? Who are the people that you look up to or take advice from while you know doing your thing up on stage? Well, I'll be honest. MC Light was the one. She was like, she was like, you know what? It would be a tragedy if you leave the planet and you don't do comedy. If you wait, you wait too late not to do it. <laughs> so she challenged me to write to write about a minute of some stuff, and I wound up doing maybe about five minutes of some stuff. And she said, now I challenge you to go on stage and do it. I said, you're crazy. You're not going on stage. I'm the comedian in food. I said, you're fucking. And she said, I dare you to go do it. And then, you know, and I went up one day and. I forgot where I was at where I did it at, but I did it, and I was like, oh. And I got some laughs, and I was like, uh-oh. You know, <laughs> and uh, I said, wait a minute, this might be the, you know. Where I mean, you? you know, it's, um, to me, it's like, it's like, it's like uh, a natural progression to, from rap, you know. Right. It's you, the microphone, the crowd, you know what I'm saying? It's, the energy level is still there. Like, right. rapping the party and getting the laugh, the energy level and the adrenaline is at the same level to me. Right. You know, so um, I do it, man, but um, I've been doing Uptown Comedy Corner. For a minute now, I did a lot of the punchlines, funny bones, um, some of the clubs called Jokers around the country. Wow. Um, I did the I, I did the Laugh Factory in L.A., which did, is very great out there. Big shout to Pookie and the boys mm. over there. Um, but, you know, I respect all the comedians out there. I never even say I'm a comedian. I don't even do that. I mean, comedians call me a comedian. They build me as a comedian. Yeah. But I say, I say I do comedy just out of respect. For the guys who've been doing this for the last twenty years, Most definitely. you know, yep. you know, like guys like 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 Rodney Perry and my man Marvin Hunter and mm. my man, my partner Demico Henderson that I work with, I co-host with, um, and like my man, talented comedian and Capone and and Russell Peters and you know what I'm saying, all of these Most great definitely. comedians that that I know, you know, uh, um, um, who've been doing it for the last twenty years. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't think I'm insulted them by not by doing that or or shortening my short myself. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not giving myself any short because I'm funny. I'm funny as hell. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And and I, and I do what I do. You know, but um, but I just get I, it's me paying homage and saying, hey, look, man, I know you was out here for 20 years, 30 years doing this, right. and it's just like it's like if somebody would say, well, I'm a rapper now. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, okay. You can't step I'm in like, this. Uh, you can't uh, step uh, in this line, then like that, partner. Hey, hey, listen, hey, listen. But, but you know, it's a real thing. It's like we were talking on the interview the other day. We were talking about Nate Robinson playing uh, boxing. Oh, you know, yeah. And when, when, when the boy, when the boy knocked him <laughs> out, knocked him out. <laughs> yeah. Talking about Jake Paul. Do. You can't. You can't play rap. Right. You can't play rapping. You can't play boxing, and you right. can't play comedy. You know what I'm saying? You can't play the comedy. You can't play getting on stage and something tell some jokes because it can go bad and wrong real quick. When I started, a lot of people tried to follow me, and uh, I don't see nobody else trying that no more. Most nobody definitely. else. No, nope. <laughs> most definitely. Hey, well, look, King, we definitely appreciate you coming through, showing some love, kicking the Thank old you. school Thank with you. us, because kicking uh, the old school is all about mending that generational gap. And you know, I'm we 90s babies. Yeah, we 90s babies. I'm born in 95. 95. So I feel like it was important. <laughs> exactly. So I felt like it was important for us to have you on the show as well as Most connect definitely. with the new generation just to have a better understanding where's this hip hop come from, you know? And giving you a roses while while you alive as well. Exactly, OG. OG. Straight up. Well thank you. Well, thank y'all for making me feel so young. I appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> Most definitely. You know, I, I, I wanted I wanted to tell the story. Um, I remember I was at the Sweet Lounge one night. I was with my girl at the time or whatever, and I bumped into Positive K, and this before I even entered the radio. So just to have an interview with you now, I mean, two years later, I mean, like three, two, two or three years later, it's oh, just sorry. amazing. It's, 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 it's crazy, you know? So oh, man. 
this what I want. This what I want um you to do. I want us. I want you to give us a drop. Just say you're now tuned in to kicking the old school with your boy DJ 9D, DJ the greatest, and that's it. It's positive K. You know all the whole okay. nine. You know. Okay. All right. I know this is positive K, and you're kicking it old school with my man 9D and the greatest baby. It's positive K, so keep it locked and keep it tuned in right here. That's right. Uh, rappers of an era always stick together. Ow! <laughs> all right, brother. You be safe out here. All right, Definitely thank can. you. Hey, man, thanks for having me, man. Man, I appreciate it. I have fun. You guys are good, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And be, and be safe. Yes, sir. You too, as well as your moms too, man. Tell the queen. Definitely the family. Definitely be safe. I will send your regards, man. Thank you so much. All right, brother. Okay, Man, we man. have it. DJ the greatest. What you think about it? Definitely, hey man. I'm just there. I'm I'm happy. Still, I'm 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 not in the high, you know. <laughs> I'm in the natural high, but definitely, hey man. It's it's not that very often that you get a chance to have an interview like that. Yeah, you know, to sit down with a legend that's in, that's been in the game as long as he have, and and to be able to you know share it like and to give back to us. And you know, you know, share his stories and stuff and what he went through. Exactly. Hey man, it's beautiful, man. Exactly. Kicking the old school. Kicking the old school, man. It's all about men in that generational gap, bringing those two generations together to have a better understanding of hip hop. So what we gonna do? What we gonna do, G? Is school y'all on who this brother is? Not was, but is now. Thank you. You know, and um, we gonna play y'all a few Big Daddy Kane joints, Brand Nubian joints, Kid and Play joints as well. But we definitely gonna let y'all know who Positive K is. For sure. The first song I got. What it is? I got a man. I got a man. Play that. <laughs> so you're now tuned in to Kicking the Old School every Thursday at eight, where we take you back with the tracks. That's all of that, and we'll be right. What? Black. Yeah. 
read it. It's not my fault that I'm the man you wanna mimic. The gentleman the rapper back up on me, that's my gimmick. Mm. You're not dropping your suits, not from the tailor. You bought it off the rap because you're whacking for some failure. Grab my mic, no, now you can't reach it. I be like me, you couldn't learn it if I teach it. Now I don't know some rappers from Adam. Yeah. I won't brag and try to say that I can rag him. Yeah. See, I hold my own and protect my perimeter. I won't limit him or even limit her. I do what I do and that's for me. Nevertheless, it sounds selfish, but that's the key. And I don't hang with those people who likes to have stuff. Cause that are so heavy having a bad rap. And I don't need no bad publicity. Walking around having no names to see me. Saying I get taxes if I'm a salary. No, I'm a song out of as if it was a calorie. Cause I'm the man that ladies be glad to see. When it comes to women, I specialize in the anatomy. Now talk about me like a Hollywood scandal. Uh, cause I'm show hard to handle. Oh, 
Ain't no crime where I'm getting mine, baby. It's your boy Charles Fit and your girl K Fit Glow. Be sure to get your ISO detox tea. We are now kicking it old school on Real 1100. Yeah, yeah. Yo, 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 Sweet Apple West, and you're now listening to Kicking It Old School with DJ 9D and DJ The Greatest. Yes, sir. And we back. And we back, y'all. 
Thank y'all for tuning in, kicking the old school every Thursday at 8. If y'all just tuning in, we had the legendary Positive K in the building. Give me y'all all the insights of just how hip-hop started out for him and how he became who he is today. Definitely. You know? Um, I just want to thank everybody for all the love and support. Thank y'all for tuning in, being patient with your boy. You know, in this in this show business, everything doesn't go as planned. But when it does go as planned, mm. it works out just right. fine. So I'm going to play the rest of the show. I'm going to play, um, you know, people that he worked with. Obviously, we had a whole playlist of his songs just out the gate. But now we're going to play, you know, Kid and Play. <laughs> okay, we're going to play some of his, bit his collabs. Yeah, Bit Daddy Kane. Not a collabs, but just his associates, who he was okay. bumping arms with and just hanging out on an everyday basis. And I'm just showing y'all, if y'all don't know who Positive K is, now you know mm-hmm. and who he's been around, who he's hanging out with. Groups like Kid and Play, as well as Brand Nubian, a duo, um, Nice and Smooth, MC Light, and as well as Bit Daddy Kane. So we gonna let y'all vibe to this. You're now tuned in to kicking the old school. Any last words? But I should say, uh, I would definitely say uh, last words. Uh, everybody keep doing good. Keep being blessed. Uh, don't let nobody get you off track. Mm. Stay on track, and you know, let us see another day. Yes, sir. And yes, we do mend that generational gap here. That news, that song that y'all just heard was called "Bring It." So mm-hmm. make sure y'all download it. Stream it, do whatever y'all need to do to in order to support this brother and bump it. As well as go to the Uptown Comedy Corner on Tuesday, March 30th, Positive K and Sunshine. The Positive K and Sunshine Experience, hosted by D'Amico Henderson. Doors will open at 6 p.m. Show starts at 8 p.m. It's located 4419 Crossroad Center, 4323. Too. Make sure y'all support. We got comedians like Comedian e- EP, Be Hard, Danger, and Goldmouth. So, yeah. Yeah, if you trying to, to sit down and laugh, there. yeah, nah, uh-uh, we got to support that. Get yeah. out. Most definitely, most definitely. So, yo, make sure y'all follow me on The Real DJ 9D on IG. And make sure y'all follow me, The Greatest 16 on IG. So, we finna play some Kid and Play for y'all, as well as some Brand Nubian. I'm gonna start with that Brand Nubian first, because yeah, a, like lot of, a lot like of people having things get to the head, and you really gotta stay humble, especially in this game. Got to. <laughs> Got to. So, y'all be safe, be blessed, and thank you again for the love and support. Peace. And hit the world with a blessing A lot of people often act cool But how you giving back? The way I give back is through the knowledge of my raps Like a gym For all my people caught out on the limb Who be giving in Caught out on the stem Who don't wanna win I'm feeling you I know you getting down like that But what I'm saying dog Is let me hold a little
something black, I hit you back Come on, dead dad, that's the tenth time I heard that Boy, you know it's give me I work hard for every penny that I make Video and tape, LP and CD If I fall, you feed me No dough to spread, always keep a level head Long as my seeds get fed, it won't go to my head, so Don't let it go to your head, no. Everybody love a star when he on top Don't, don't let it go to your head, no. Nobody comes around when the star starts to drop Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, feels good. Feels good. The time has come to enjoy myself. I've left my problems up on the shelf. The workday's over and I got it made. Like Johnny Kemp said, I just got paid and I'm ready to mingle. Young man, single and free. Ready to get busy. Down the party, hearty, and have a good time. All I need is a partner in crime. Call up the homies and hope they might say they're down to paint the town red tonight. Look in the closet and pull out the hype gear. Hook up the high top fade and I'm out of here. To a disco or a party of some kind. Hope that I would find myself a good time. Before I'm through and the night is done, man, I'm gonna have fun.
Sometimes I rhyme slow, sometimes I rhyme quick, 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 quick. Sometimes I rhyme slow, sometimes I rhyme quick, 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 quick. Sometimes I rhyme slower, sometimes I rhyme quick. I'm sweeter and thicker than a chico stick. Here's an ice cream cone, honey, take the lick. I'll go to Bay Plaza and catch a flick. Want my Timberland boots so I can stop ticks. Scandalous, get a whip for this mess. Just left the yard, boy, now I'm blessed. I feel good, per se, good state of mind. Drive a red sterling in the seats recline. I love it when a late tea treats me kind. Go to tavern on the green, I have a glass of wine. He say, she say, I heard it through the grapevine. No static, got an automatic. Too much of anything makes you an addict. Teasing, squeezing, all so pleasing. Don't ask why I got my own reason. Smooth beat, bread, nice, lick, nick, click. Sometimes I rhyme slow, sometimes I rhyme quick. Quick, 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 quick. Sometimes I rhyme slow, sometimes I rhyme quick. Baby, come and get your supper Before I make you suffer That's when you had enough of yeah. Can I get hot when you hit the jackpot? Surely I can if you the man I get loose and produce large amounts of juice Can you get used to that or do you need a boost of energy To enter me and get it on? You're getting warm I can feel you getting closer Now baby, down this mimosa You better believe it's time to give a toast To the woman of the decade Too bad to be played Get vexed and I'm bound to throw shade All over your body Whose body? Your body I can rock a party like nobody Leaving time and take home the loot Choosy about who I let knock my boot Now let me take sight to your love and the light Life ain't all that unless you're doing it right Come on. Keep on, keep, keep, keep on Cause you came and you changed me Thank y'all for tuning in to the hottest show in Atlanta, where we take you back with the trash that's all of that, kicking the old school on the real 1100.